podcast. My name is Jeff Gluck. So Kyle Larson, sort of the man of the moment lately in NASCAR. Gosh, he is so fun to watch. I was sitting up there at Bristol uh, watching him lead that race, uh, the first 202 laps, and then work through traffic and try to get his way back up there, trying to work the high line in, even though I was rooting for the bottom only for, for much of that race. Uh, I didn't want to see a, a double file um, race, but it worked out to be the best race of the year, in my opinion. But uh, Kyle Larson is just, he's just so naturally talented. Um, as Dale Jr. said at his retirement press conference, he's cool as a cucumber. And he's also bluntly honest, so that makes him a good interview subject for the 12 questions. Okay, we're here with Kyle Larson for the 12 questions. And Kyle, the first question is, how much of your success is based on your natural ability and how much has come from working at it? I would say up until I got to NASCAR, it was probably all natural and um, didn't have to work at anything. Uh, but once you get here, it's it's really tough and um, you have to, yeah, everybody else is working hard, so you have to at least do what they're doing to, to try and become better. And, and, you know, a lot of that, it's like studying and, and um, I still don't really work out, but um, try doing that a little bit. So it's become, you know, more of having to work for it when you get to this level, but uh, still natural ability kind of takes over everything else. Okay. So Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, and Carl Edwards have all retired in the last couple of years. What's your pitch for fans of theirs to become fans of yours? Um, why well, I'm very similar to, well, I guess all of them kind of have an open wheel background. So, um, that, that I've got that going for me, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of a throwback racer, uh, you know, where I'll race anything as long as I'm allowed to. Um, and I would love to race every day of the week if I could. So, um, I would say I'm one of the only real racers left out here. So, uh, that's, that, that could be my pitch as I'm the, the last true racer. Okay, well, that's a very promising pitch, really. Um, what's the hardest part of your job away from the racetrack? Hardest part of my job? Um, probably our season's so long and our weeks are so short. Um, so that there's so much stuff that you want to get done uh, during the week, and, and it's hard to accomplish all that. Um, there's lots of times, you know, where I see what my friends are doing, uh, where I would love to be doing what they're doing. Um, but you know, our, our weekends are kind of our weekdays and our weekdays are our weekends where it's opposite of everybody else in the world. So, um, I would say that part of it's probably the toughest part. Okay. So let's say a fan spots you eating dinner. You're at a nice restaurant. Should they come over and approach you for an autograph or no? Yeah. I mean, I think as long as our main dish isn't on the table, I think you can definitely come over. Uh, I'm not like a, a germaphobe or anything either, so I'm not uh, afraid to shake hands and uh, as long as they're a decent-looking human being. So, uh, yeah, but I would say as long as our main dish isn't on the table, feel free to come over. Okay, so as long as the guy doesn't have, like, flies circling around him or something like that, it's okay. Yeah, if it's not, like, 105 degrees outside, uh, so as long as you're not, like, sweaty and greasy, you can come over and, and I'll shake your hand. Okay, no sweat. Um, what's a story in NASCAR that doesn't get enough coverage? Uh, I think, um, I think everybody, I think you guys all cover the sport, uh, very well, um, good and bad. Like there's some stuff that probably shouldn't be covered that gets covered. Uh, but I think, um, 
I wish I would see more good stuff about sprint car racing rather than all the negative stuff because that's some of the purest form of racing. But all we see are the the or all the media kind of covers is the negative. So um, I wish that yeah, I wish that we would get more of the the exciting part of it and, and the how it develops great race car drivers. So rather than the the tragedies. Right. That's true. I mean, the media sees the the danger headlines. That's you know. The, the mainstream media doesn't cover it every week. They see the danger, they see the accidents, and then that gets written up. Yeah, and I mean, it's easier to uh, get people to read your post when you have a, a title that is, uh, you know, touching a negative topic rather than, um, oh, there was an awesome race in Illinois this weekend. Uh, it's easier to get somebody to kind of click on your link when it's got some negative in it. So I wish there was more positive stuff about the sprint cars. Who is the last driver that you texted? Uh, probably, probably Stenhouse or, or Denny. I think we're actually in a group text about golf. So, uh, probably those two. How's your golf game? My golf game is really bad. Those two are, are really good. Uh, Denny shot a 74 yesterday. So two over par and, and Ricky was five over par. So, um, yeah, they're they're good. I wish I could be like ten strokes better than I am, but I shot a hundred and one yesterday. There's no shame in that. Uh, do you consider race car drivers to be entertainers? Uh, I don't. I, I mean, I guess we are in a way, but I don't like think of myself as an entertainer. I think there's some other drivers that do think of themselves as entertainers, um, but for me, I just racing is like uh my love and my hobby more than anything i know it's my job but i just kind of do it that fun um but it, in, at the same time i guess we are entertainers we're in front of big audiences you know live at the track and on tv as well so yeah i mean i guess we're entertainers but i don't think i don't i don't try to entertain i guess outside the car that makes sense uh what is your middle finger policy on the racetrack <laughs> um so I, I don't feel like I normally give the middle finger uh, to um, a lot of people, but um, if you're like four seconds off the pace and you're multiple laps down and you hold me up, uh, you're probably going to get the middle finger. Um, thankfully, it's not anybody. There's no good drivers that ever really get the finger. So, um yeah, I, I would say that's kind of my middle finger policies. Just don't hold me up. Okay, so it's reserved for the scrubs, basically. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess you could say that. <laughs> Those are my words. If you're, if anybody's gonna get mad about that, uh, some drivers keep a payback list in their minds. Do you also have a list for drivers who have done you a favor and you want to repay that? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, there's always you. Yeah, I mean, you keep a payback list for sure. Um, but then, yeah, you, you've got a, a list of guys that you probably don't race as hard because, uh, yeah, I think of like a Matt Kenseth or somebody, you know, he's, uh, a veteran and, and understands give and take. And I've learned a lot of, from him of, of when's the right time to be aggressive and when not to be. So yeah, you've got guys like him where you can, you know, if they're faster and you just kind of let them go and then, you know, they repay the favor later in the race. And, um, but then when it gets down to the end of it, you can race really hard. So yeah, there's a, I would say most of us young guys are probably not the best at, at the whole give and take thing, but um, we can learn a lot off of those guys. Who is the most famous person you've had dinner with? Uh, 
I mean, probably Danica. <laughs> um, every single place we go, uh, whether, you know, because we're great friends with Ricky and Danica. So we go out to dinner with them all the time. Uh, we probably eat dinner at their motorhome more often than anything because she's a great cook. But it doesn't matter where we're at. We could be in the middle of nowhere and somebody recognizes her. So uh, she's, it's funny too, because you know, they'll, they'll see her and not have a clue who Ricky and I are. So uh, it's pretty funny. So yeah, I would say she's probably the most famous person I've had dinner with. And um, I know I know Sheila likes being noticed out in public too. So it probably makes her feel good that she's the, the famous person with us. Does she ever get free desserts or anything from the waiters? I would say there's been, yeah, there's a lot of times we'll go to a restaurant and uh, they'll bring out like free appetizers like that aren't even on the menu that, you know, the chef wants to cook up for her. So, um, yeah, it has its perks to be friends with Danica for sure. Sounds like it. What's something about yourself that you would like to improve? Uh, uh, probably staying motivated, I guess, to... Uh, do the the not fun stuff uh, of our sport um i guess going back to the the work part of it um being motivated for that stuff but um yeah you know i guess when you grow up racing that's racing is all you do and your your natural ability you don't really have to work at it too hard but when I, like i said when you get here it's it's a lot more work and um staying motivated to put the effort in to be that little bit better is um important and uh there's a lot of times i slack off on that so i would say probably staying motivated to do the 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 business slash work part of it okay that's a very honest answer uh the next thing is the last interview i did was with daniel suarez and his question is um if a competitive driver a young driver came to you and asked for advice how much would you tell him like would you tell him a hundred percent of what you know or would you tell him maybe like 90 percent, or how much would you offer I always try and be extremely honest um, whenever anybody asks me anything. And, and honestly, there's not a whole lot of people that uh, go around asking for advice. I guess it would be the young guys. Um, like Homestead last year, I had, I felt like half the truck series calling me, uh, trying to figure out how to get around uh, Homestead because uh, I go really good there. Um, and I remember last Atlanta, uh, I was extremely fast in practice uh, before qualifying because I was running a different line in one and two, and uh, Kyle Busch was asking me you know, how how hard I would run up there and, and why I split the seams and stuff like that. And um, Yeah, I mean, I gave him an honest answer, and, and he got the pull, and, and uh, I think I was, yeah, I qualified bad. So, um, But, yeah, I, I'm always extremely honest. I know I think coming from a dirt background, it's it's – it's easier for us to be honest where I think in the people who grew up pavement racing, uh, where, you know, it seems like pavement racers are a lot more secretive than, than dirt racers. The next interview I'm doing was with Elliot Sadler. Um, do you have a question I can ask him? Um, like he's been around, seen it all, uh, in every series really. Um, I feel like the average age has gone down a lot lately in, in every series. So, kind of how has he seen that the style of racing's changed with the the average age going down well thanks for joining us thank you so yeah i hope you enjoyed that i had fun talking to kyle larson it's always uh interesting what's going to come out of his mouth because i don't even know if he's if he knows he's being that blunt 
you know, he just sort of says it and doesn't seem to worry that much. And that could really be a good quality going forward as NASCAR tries to build personalities uh, in the wake of Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s departure along with Tony Stewart, Carl Edwards, Jeff Gordon. One shout out this week I want to give, and that is to Jeff Smith. Jeff actually became a patron back in January. Somehow I overlooked his shout out. So when I was talking on uh, the 12 questions last week about giving shout outs, he emailed me and said, hey, uh, I'm not sure I ever heard my name. So if there's anybody else out there that's in that situation, let me know um, if I owe you a shout out and didn't give you one. I have a list of everybody who I've given a shout out to and what episode it was on. So I can go back and look if I missed you. But anyway, Jeff, sorry about that. He's been waiting for a long time for that. Hope it was worth the wait. Tomorrow, there's a social spotlight interview with Brennan Poole. And it's very interesting because he's a vlogger, which is a video blogger for those of you who don't know, on YouTube. He's really trying to make this vlog thing work. And uh, we talked a lot about his struggles with that and his efforts to try to make it something that can really help NASCAR in some ways because there's really not anybody like that out there. So we'll talk about that more tomorrow. And then, of course, Richmond International Raceway is this week, and I'll be there at that race. So that's all for now, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.